I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. All right, Brian, let's look ahead a little bit to the Buccaneers. We're going to be doing that all this week. We talked a little bit about them on Monday. Uh, We've gotten a couple quotes out this week out of uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, Tom Brady has had his first podcast of the year. It's the second season of his podcast, Let's Go, that he does with Jim Gray. Uh, and he was asked about the Dallas Cowboys heading into this game and and gave a little mini scouting report. Here, here's what Tom Brady had to say about the Cowboys heading into this matchup. Cowboys are very talented in all three phases. I love everything that Dak's done since he's been the quarterback. You know, watch him his rookie year. He led the team to a great record. Never let any of the success get to his head. You know, he's done an amazing job. You know, C.D. Lamb's a great player on offense, dynamic receiver. Zeke Elliott has been a great back in the league since his rookie year. Although he's an Ohio State guy, I got a lot of love for him, too, because he's a great player. And then, you know, on defense, Micah Parsons is one of the dynamic players in the NFL that is not only a linebacker, but he's a pass rusher. He does everything for that defense. They put him in tough situations with matchups. He does a great job in the pass rush. He does a great job in pass coverage. They're doing a really good job with their defensive scheme that, you know, they cha- they change their fronts a lot. They change their coverages. They got some guys in the secondary, Trevon Diggs, who led the league in interceptions last year. So it's a good offense that can score points, especially at home. It's a very talented defense that forces a lot of turnovers. And you're playing in Dallas. So you're playing against that home crowd of 90,000 fans. So we're challenged off the bat. Is that the most generic scouting report a player could ever give of another? I mean, it's nice. He said all these glowing things, but what did he really say? Oh, he's a dynamic receiver. He's a dynamic running, but he's dynamic a lot for everything. Oh, he, he's he's a dynamic player who they use in a lot of different situations. He's just he's he's filling them with air a little bit. Well, it's always funny when you hear quarterbacks, especially after what Eric Giafalo got Dak to do on 105.3. Oh, it's wonderful. When Dak, uh, when Eric created uh, like a, a, a mythical team, and so he started asking Dak questions about the mythical team, and Dak was like, you know, you look at the tape. Team Z is really, really talented. They've got a really, they got a lot of really good players. I really trust my guys to be able to handle Team Z. You know, it's funny. Yeah, it's it's. But in in the one thing that I think, I wonder. By the way, if somebody kind of researches all these things for Tom Brady for him to say, you know, like like Tom, you're going to be asked about. Okay, here's a list of names. Here's you know, I don't know. Maybe Tom's not that that kind of guy, but. He knows a lot about the Cowboys offense. I, I give him credit for that. Uh, but he saw it firsthand last year, too. 
sure. uh, in, in opening day. Uh, but he's right about Micah Parsons. And I think this is where this game, we all believe it's going to come down to the offense and defensive lines and maybe which yeah. line will block the best. I have a feeling it's going to come down to which secondary is the best. Because we, if I think that teams, I think both quarterbacks are going to get the ball out as quickly as possible. But which team can play press coverage? Which team can not allow uh, the big play? Which team uh, is better suited to potentially get the turnovers that Tom Brady's talked about? I, I think that we always make a big deal about, oh, this team has got this and this team's got that. I I feel like, though, it's going to come down to which team can cover better because I think both quarterbacks, if 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 Dak Prescott was a rookie quarterback and this was his first start, then, you know, you could say, well, maybe it's going to be, you know, maybe the offensive line is going to affect him, this, that, and the other. I think Dak Prescott and Kellen Moore know exactly what they're dealing with with their offensive line. And I don't think they're going to let Dak Prescott sit there and take hit after hit after hit after hit. But so if the protection turns into max protection and keeping tight ends in and chipping guys and stuff like that, Dak could benefit for that. But which secondary, Tampa's secondary uh, or the Cowboys secondary, you know, which one are going to be able to hold up as this, these both these teams are getting the ball out quick? Yeah, and I think that that's a good point. And, and look, the the Buccaneers had the top-rated passing attack in the NFL last year. They were number one in net passing yards per game. They were number one in passing touchdowns. Um, and and you know, there there it remains to be seen if Chris Godwin's going to be available for this game. He um, wasn't very good the last time these teams played. Oh, he wasn't. He he had a yeah. critical fumble in the red had, zone too. He had some fumble. He had some drops. Uh, yeah. Ball was down the field. He had a drop. I mean, he 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 had some pro underneath some of those routes. There were two or three routes where he wasn't as great as he needed to be in that football game. Matter of fact, that uh, you mentioned that fumble gave Dallas the opportunity to try, and they drove the ball down the field, but they got holding calls along the way themselves, which took them out of the opportunity of maybe killing this game and killing the clock and yeah. kicking the game-winning field goal. Yeah, absolutely. And look, if Chris Godwin scores there, it might be, you know, game over for the yeah. Cowboys right then and there. And then instead they put themselves in a position to potentially win that football game. So that was definitely a big play, but he may not be ready for this game. Knee brace just came off this week and recovered from torn ACL and MCL. He said this week he doesn't know if he's ready to play. Todd Bowles seemed a little optimistic, said everybody was trending towards playing. So that's at least positive there. But you got Godwin. Mike Evans, of course, is Mike Evans. They brought on Julio Jones, a guy who is injury prone on the back a a half of his career. But they also brought in Russell Gage from Atlanta, who's a pretty good player. Um, I, you know, he's not a star by any means, but he's not a bad receiver to have in your core. And, uh, you know, an LSU guy like yourself. Yes. And uh, Russell's actually been dealing with a, I believe, a hamstring injury that kept him out a lot of the last couple weeks of training camp. He should be ready to go. But that's a guy who's missed a lot of practice time. Um, but Russell Gage was asked, actually, uh, leading up to this game, about how they match up with the Cowboys and, and and what the Cowboys defense, what kind of challenges they present. Here's what Russell Gage had to say. Good defense for sure. You just called it uh, Parson. He's really good. Um, great player. Um, you know, I, I know the defense pretty well. Dan Quinn and those guys, uh, mm -hmm. you know, they got a good secondary. You know, uh, Diggs, uh, 
you know, coming back off after a monster, monster season. Um, you know, the inside guys are good. I mean, you know, the defense is good, but, you know, we got a lot of weapons, so it's going to be hard to match us. So similar to Tom Brady, kind of giving you generic scouting report on guys, but then also make sure to say, hey, I've played for Dan Quinn and those guys. I feel like I got a pretty good handle on what that defense does. And also, yeah, well, they're good. We're tough to match up with. In fact, I, I don't have the clip here to play, but he referred to their receiver group as maybe the best ever is what hmm. he said, which is a little strong. I don't know that I'd even have them in the top five of the NFL right now. Uh, but, Brian, do you think there are – obviously, you know, you're, you're going to have Cameron Bray at the tight end. He'll be there. He's an option as well. Um, what kind of challenges, absent the quarterback, Tom Brady, and absent the offensive line issues, what kind of challenges do you think those receivers – Pose to Dallas's secondary, which runs pretty deep, especially if Jordan Lewis is going to be healthy for this game, like we think. You've got Lewis, Diggs, Brown, and then Deron Bland, who's played really, really well. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The farmer's dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Yeah, and that's the thing about it is, is how healthy is Lewis uh, and will he be ready to go? Because then it turns into likely Bland. And I don't know if Bland is going to be inside or outside. I think there's a they worked Bland inside just to see what he could do. Mm-hmm. And there's a side of me that believes that if Lewis can't go or something happens where he gets compromised during the game, I think they would probably kick Bland, keep Bland on the outside, and kick and kick uh, Brown inside if something happens. Even though Bland played a lot, I just think they were looking at him to see. Uh, you know, maybe they want uh, Brown to be uh, that guy that could carry the field. Uh, but uh, you, you, Mike Evans is a down the field player. Uh, man, there's games where he's absolutely brilliant and there's games where he just completely disappears. It's a strange thing with him. Uh, but I think you have to be super impressed with his ability to get the ball down the field. We all know what Julio Jones is. I mean, that's a big body guy that, you know, he's, he's had opportunities. He hasn't stayed healthy, man, you know, five, six years ago, that guy was a beast. And I think there's, I think that father times caught up with him, but you never know playing with Tom Brady, the way Brady's accurate throwing the football, uh, this could, you know, get his career right back on track. You mentioned gauge the way he plays out of the slot. They've got some tough covers. They've got some really tough covers. Even if Godwin doesn't play, they've got some tough covers on this, uh, on this wide receiver crew. Russell Gage uh, had mentioned it, said he thinks that with their weapons, he anticipates that throughout the season they're going to see a lot of zone coverage. Uh, would you expect Dallas to be largely in zone for, for this game against Tampa, or do you think that they'll you know, maybe press these guys up, maybe bring some zero blitzes? Well, there's some there's folks that believe that if you if you if you clog and cover like in, in zones with Brady, you could affect the way that he plays. It's when they bring pressure. 
I've always felt like that if you pressured Brady through the middle, because I was now I, I know you and I talked about this on the Monday show. I was like thinking that New Orleans was doing this magical thing to keep Brady. It really wasn't. It was rush four. It was an occasional blitz. Uh, man, they, they just Tampa had trouble catching the ball. Saints coverage was good. Brady threw into some coverage he probably should have. Uh, Leonard Fournette dropped a ball that ended up being an interception. You know, there's – it was really – it was more of Tampa's inability to finish plays than it was New Orleans of how well New Orleans played in those two games. Because I was expecting, like, mayhem for, uh, you know, from Dennis Allen and how he was going to attack Tom Brady. Yeah, but but there's people that believe that if you clog and cover, you make Brady hold the ball, hold the ball, hold the ball. You can get to him, or you frustrate him to the point where he's not going to take a sack. He's just going to get rid of it. And that happened in the Dallas game last year. There were a couple of times where you could see pressure get to Brady, and instead of taking the sack, he just got rid of the football. That's when you got to move him around a little bit and make him have to play outside the pocket. Now, like we mentioned, there's a lot of instability on the Buccaneers' offensive line. Um, you know, they, they've got their left guard and their center who have never started an NFL game, and more than never started an NFL game, they're switching positions from tackle to left guard and center in Luke Gadecki and Robert Hainsey. Uh, but Tom Brady, in that podcast that he did with Jim Gray, was asked about the instability on the Buccaneers' offensive line, and this is what he said. It's going to be a challenge, and every team's challenged at different times in the year. So, you know, you deal with injuries early, you deal with injuries late, you deal with them all year. I certainly don't make every throw great. I don't make every read great. You know, I've thrown plenty of interceptions. You know, you can't expect these young tight ends or or young running backs or young linemen to get everything right because they're going up against a lot of great players, and those great players are going to challenge them. So I'm expecting great things from our her- our whole unit. I think they've learned over the years. I think we're more on the same page every year, and I expect them to go out there, and they got a lot of pride. They want to, they want to work hard. They want to do the right thing. They're well coached, and we're going to be in a position with the O-line where I hope they take it to heart all the things that people have said about them, which is, you know, not always the most flattering things, but they got to go out there, and they got to, again, like, like all of us, we got to go out there and earn it and prove people right or prove them wrong. And Dallas, Dallas is in the same boat with their line. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Jack Prescott could have said the same thing. I hope that Dallas takes to heart that nobody thinks they can block anybody on the Tampa front. You know, it. This is Tom's right. I mean, he mentioned all the things real quick, Bobby. I'm sorry, I cut you oh, off there. No, no, but no. I just I was listening to Brady talk about. I haven't made throws. I've thrown interceptions. You know, these players. It's always not expected for them to be great but I expect him to be great. You know, I mean, that's kind of what he was saying. And I'm like going, okay, but this, these two teams are so similar in the problems that they're dealing with right now. That they're just, both teams are dealing with banged up players along the offensive line and it's compromised really, you know, it's made it a lot unknown. The Buccaneers have just as many unknowns, on their offensive line as the Cowboys do. They're starting rookies too. If you think about really uh Hainsey the center, I think I said his name right, isn't it right? Uh-huh. Hainsey, I mean, he's he's a second year player. He hasn't yeah. started. The guard, Gudecki, he hasn't started. You know, I mean, there's they're they're in they're in a they're in a very, very tough spot. And so are the Cowboys. So this thing could go either way. But I hope, like Tom Brady says, I hope the Cowboys' offensive line 
takes to heart that nobody thinks they can block this Buccaneer front. You're listening to the Love of the Star podcast. The Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.